Episode of Attack on the Minisodes. I am your host, Amani Brown. I'm rocket Solo this week, so this is gonna be a short one. Uh, basically, let's get right to it. We gotta look at some of this sweet, sweet news that we gotta talk about. I'm gonna jump in right into. Oh, we actually have a decent amount happening this week, so we'll start off with a bit of the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak announcements. Getting to see some of the three lords. Our big bad uh, monsters will be hunting this time around. Obviously, the game is going to have more because they always do that. They're also showing off some really cool moves and things that are coming along with this update. Getting a couple new bits of equipment. So, literally, your doggos in here got machine guns on their back. So, that's something to be excited about, as well as some kind of really cool stuff. Uh, I see that they took one of the uh, moves from Rise, it's the, uh, not from Rise, from Iceborne, put it in the Rise. Where you can use your wire bug to send um, enemies careening into like a wall or something like that afterwards, just by doing like, a shot. It was something that uh, Iceborne had as an upgrade to the grapple uh, shot originally. It looked really cool. It actually, it was really fun in that game, and the idea that this one's just getting that added on to it really helps. Um, it showed off some of the new monsters. You got a really nice Aztec looking gorilla that I think I'm a big fan of. As well as uh, a couple other ones that were in here as well uh like i said we got some new gear and equipment and obviously new armor sets that are coming with some of these monsters i don't know how many exactly are coming in this update but know that it's more definitely more than three significant amount more than three but looking forward to that we've been as you know here on paper play action we've been playing a lot of monster hunter rise we enjoy that game we enjoy monster hunter in general uh and i'm just glad i was able to get the group into this one because it's become low-key their new obsession um, another one we got on here that I want to talk about is Miss Marvel. The new trailer dropped. We finally had a nice little look at a, one of my favorite characters, Kamala Khan. I personally wish we got to her faster, but I get the idea that Carol Danvers has to be set up. And so does Monica. I love Monica too. Monica Rambeau. Um, for those that don't know, she is also another Captain Marvel that exists in Marvel Comics. And the idea is that both Miss Marvel, well, the moniker of Miss Marvel has been passed down to multiple different people. Uh, Carol Danvers being the first one, Monica Rambo being the second, and now Miss Marvel going to Kamala Khan now, which out of all of them is my favorite, but I wish uh, my, my girl Monica would get a bit more shine only because of the fact that she's honestly cooler than Captain Marvel, but I don't want to get into that too much. Not without at least someone to combat me on it, which I don't know if we actually have that on our podcast. Like, there's a huge disdain for Captain Marvel on our, on our show, honestly. So if you like Captain Marvel and maybe want to somehow prove that she's not trash, um, go ahead and hit us up on our Twitter, paper play action or paper underscore action, my bad, uh, or our Gmail at paper action at gmail.com so you can always do that but to get back to the trailer the big important part of miss marvel here uh i like it it's way more stylized than i thought it was gonna be this is a live action show for kamala khan as she's coming into her powers the only thing that's a little weird but i guess it they just didn't want to do the mr fantastic thing is her powers aren't exactly her powers, and I think they really wanted to get away from the stench of Inhumans really bad, because they aren't, from the looks of it, they're not making her Inhuman. She's kind of like got these Green Lantern-esque abilities going on, though I think it looks really cool. Um, People have definitely been complaining about it, from what I tell, and my personal opinion on it is I actually think it's kind of cool. It's a really unique way of doing this character's abilities, which is beginning. Um, she usually can just stretch and elongate herself and become bigger. Uh, she can do that to like pretty much any part of her body if she wanted to. Um, and she can use that in a fight, usually. 
in this instance, it's it allows her to kind of manipulate energy a bit more, which considering the Miss Marvel moniker has kind of always been something about manipulating energy. Kamala Khan in the comics is the only one that kind of stands out um, as the only one that doesn't, <laughs> weirdly enough. But she's always been a fan favorite. She's a fan favorite for one. She's one of my personal favorites, like I just said. So I, I do think it's a little strange to have her do this, but I think it works. I don't think it's a bad move. I just, the only thing I wouldn't want them to do is to change that in the comics. I really like the idea of her abilities being what they are in the comic books, but I think that this is an interesting change, especially since they wanted very clearly to get as far away from Inhumans as possible, and considering that we're probably going to be seeing um, all of the Miss Marvels, I mean, we know for a fact we are going to see all of the Miss Marvels, they're going to be in, um, in Captain America, not Captain America, my mistake, in Captain Marvel 2. So, I guess it would be better to have her have this energy type ability so that she doesn't just weirdly stand out. Um, I like the fact that, like I mentioned with the stylization of it, we're getting to see her imagination a bit more. We have like comic bubbles popping up and things of that nature that's kind of playing out things and scenes and stuff like that, which I love because it plays really well into her as a person. Like, Kamala Khan in the comics writes fanfics. She likes things like this. Like she's really like out there about her mind, like her thoughts and things like that. But like she's still like a very like she's the heart in the Champions comics. She's the heart of the team. She's part of the reason she's the leader. And the main three that make up that team are her, Nova, and Miles Morales. They're all like the young, basically they're young Avengers, the deal of the Champions. They're a modern day version of the Young Avengers. They're supposed to be young heroes but better trying to do right where the avengers don't really you know they don't clean up their messes inherently they kind of let things happen and um the champions are supposed to essentially be them looking at that and being like we're gonna try to do what the avengers do but like more for the people do it better in a way that you know benefits society in a better way than just oh we fought the bad guy now we go home so i thought that was always a really interesting idea for it champions is really cool and i look forward to seeing her show up because hopefully with the way things are playing out we can get a champions movie i mean chances are Mos morales is going to be introduced within the next three spider-man movies we already know he exists in the universe it's just a matter of like seeing when he'll pop up which is you know nice to know um i would hope that they would set that up within the next couple things and we know that we're technically there's there's enough rumors going around and things of that nature and we know that we're going to get a nova film soon and considering that the mcu has legitimately been hinting all over the place about nova it's kind of a big deal if we get him but the question is are we getting sam alexander or alex Ryder? chances are we might get alex Ryder, but then they could just easily set up sam if they do it that way but it's up to them especially since i mean we got her coming out real soon um they might actually just set it up with peter parker considering he's still quite young in the mcu but it's kind of sad because i love her friendship with miles more so than anything it's like a huge part of her thing it actually admittedly this is me just spitballing right now it would be really cool to see her introduce miles herself so the first time we see miles is not in fact in spider-man but instead with his one of his best friends <laughs> which i think would be cool i think it, it'd be a cool thing to establish like some form of rapport beforehand but either way i kind of hope they do manage to focus on this marvel in any way i just think it'd be a cool thing to be like hey yo and she knows miles right there he is and we get the casting for him or something but don't get your hopes up it's me spitballing and throwing something out there I think it'd be cool, but I don't I don't write Marvel uh, MCU stuff, so that's unfortunate. Um, another one we got on here is the final Sonic the Hedgehog 2 trailer, which honestly I'm shook. They've like the marketing for this has actually been quite amazing, and clearly in the movie they love the character. They've thrown so many references between Sonic 2 and 3 into this 
like marketing campaign and into this movie clearly uh the first one was really good like we discussed before seeing how the second one is going to play out now we're getting way more knuckles than i thought we were gonna get which i mean i knew he was gonna be in the movie but as the trailers have gone on it's like he's gonna be one of the main antagonists not like final boss doomsday kind of thing from like uh man of steel which good good uh some of the posters they've put out is literally the sonic 2 cover for genesis which warms my heart uh little known fact that's literally the first game i played <laughs> i played sonic 2 <laughs> that was the first one i actually got to put my hands on and touch the first uh, console video game that i ever touched was like genesis and that was the first game i ever played which it's crazy to think about that like after all these years is getting a movie that you know it's it's good the first one was fun and i'm looking forward to seeing what they're gonna do with this one um and they've done such a great job touching on so many different details they have the cover of sonic 3 and he in the movie as a reference and it's cool like it's just one of those things that they just managed to do and it's like oh that's that's nuts that's that's really dope <laughs> but um moving forward i would like to talk about flintlock actually which is really cool what an ill-timed game but it is coming out and i think it's gonna be cool and granted i have not seen any proper gameplay yet for it but flintlock the siege of dawn is an open world action rpg done by the same people that created ashen which is why i say this is an ill-timed ill-announced game so elden ring out now um people are playing that and enjoying that ashen which is uh, well i should say the studio created that created ashen which was a co-op specific dark souls uh or souls like not a clone i wouldn't call it a clone specifically it's a, it's a souls like that existed it's a big thing is that the you, you had co-op more than anything else uh, and the art style was uh this very flat um minimalist kind of thing going on which i actually really dug for it it was kind of fun i enjoyed playing it a little bit i didn't get too far but the game had some really cool mechanics for boss fights and things of that nature and i uh, the biggest draw from it was the idea that it was supposed to be co-op and playing a single player was totally fine and valuable you could do that you can even have an ai partner that helped you but i'd end up not finishing it because i really wanted to the number one thing i wanted to do when i played that game is that they made a dark souls game that was specifically for co-op so the fact that i wasn't playing it in co-op kind of just dampened the experience a little bit because it's it's like on the box like it's always showing two characters moving together and even though you had the say on a companion that can help you you know it just kind of just didn't it didn't feel like it hit as hard because i just i didn't feel like i was enjoying the game to its fullest potential so it made me feel bad about playing it um but it's not fair to it because it was a great game it still is a good game um but they are making what is essentially uh another action rpg and an open world one considering the fact that from software just made this <laughs> now granted flintlock might not actually be a souls like at all it could be like a devil may cry like or something like that like it could be anything else but for now based on what i know they've done I feel like this is slightly ill-timed. In fact, you're playing as a very specific character, so there's chances are that this might be actually more story-based rather than just making it a Souls-like, which if it is a Souls-like that is very Souls like very story-based, I think they could probably get away with this. Like if the combat is similar but like really good and polished, they can do a really cool thing. This could be a really unique idea. I'm just going based off of what I know about the studio and what they're doing now and what it's called because it's called an, an open world action rpg which that is what elden ring is and it's also like considering the last game they made was a souls like which is just what dark souls and all the other games were uh, i just hope that this doesn't have as much dna with ashen as uh some might hope i hope that this is more of a unique approach and it does look like that from its initial official announcement trailer but i have not seen proper gameplay i'm looking forward to it simply because i think the aesthetic is kind of nice so far we got like a obviously more realistic aesthetic but i'm liking the idea of like a character that's using like flintlock abilities but there's also magic going on so you know magic pistols are cool to me and as a thing right 
and the idea of like combat involving even if it's Dark Souls style combat involving more um, modern day weaponry you know, I say modern day weaponry flintlock's not even close to a modern day weaponry but you know we've never had like a revolutionary style you know like uh, souls like if it is a souls like so doing something like that would be kind of fun I think it'd be kind of cool um but that's flintlock you guys can check out the announcement trailer see if you guys can dig up any more information on it because I don't have any at the current moment and I might actually go look into it to see if I can get more but for right now we have the announcement that looks cool another one we got on this list and I'm going to be skimming through this a bit I'm just going to be pointing out the ones that are uh, I find the most interesting for right now uh, but I will put the full list of what the news was on the on the docket so that you guys can check it out because we have some other stuff on here like Tokyo Vice and Waterman which are some really cool movies but they're not in my inherent wheelhouse so I don't think I would talking about them would do them proper justice if that makes any sense and the seller which is a horror movie which is definitely more of like Pele's thing for instance um I take horror movies but I'm not a horror aficionado so not really the best one to talk on it um what I can talk on is we got Digimon Survive now for those who enjoyed their Digimon games for you I have another one that you guys can add to the list um on this it says take a look at pokemon oh, i called it pokemon they will kill you i literally have friends that will totally kill me for that i messed up but basically it's a hybrid visual novel slash tactical rpg which to me speaks near and dear to my heart because i love tactical rpgs i find that i used to dabble in them understanding that i had like a liking for them and over the past year probably like year to two years i've come to just love them and a part of it might just because i've just had a really like, weird feeling for tactical rpgs recently you guys have probably noticed that uh in the podcast mentioning that i've been playing a lot of them i've kind of just randomly just been diving into a bunch of them i haven't finished a single one unfortunately <laughs> i'm playing so many it's not even funny but i haven't finished a single one <laughs> I'm about to dive into triangle strategy in a bit once uh, I get a little bit through this other one that I'm playing. I want to get a bit further. Um, unfortunately, the genre is just really long as a thing. I really wanted to get into um, uh, Fire Emblem as well. Three Houses came out and I was really thinking about just picking that up. And I keep running into other ones. But Digimon Survive is much like that. Uh, you have a tactical RPG with Digimon, which is kind of all you kind of need to know about that game like i'm not really gonna go too much into the story you guys can actually look it up i have the trailer right there in fact our initial trailer doesn't really actually tell us all that much it gives us uh, a lot of the cast and their like their counter their digimon counterparts so to speak um but that's about it like it doesn't really tell us much more than that but at the same time, if you're a huge fan of Digimon, uh, get excited because it's Digimon. If you like Digimon, why would you not play Digimon Survive? Unless you really hate tactical RPGs for some reason. Which, I mean, to each their own, but I, 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 I can't agree. <laughs> um, but that's a cool one. You should definitely check that out when you get the opportunity. Um, another one I wanted to mention. Actually, uh, I think Pele will kill me if I don't mention this one. Uh, the Dead Space remake. Um, we already knew about it. It's coming through, but we have a little more of uh, an overview talking about the audio of it and all that nature, which is a really interesting watch if you guys really want to check it out. By all means, go ahead. I'll put it also in the description. Just go look through it. I'm excited for the Dead Space remake in my mind because I love Resident Evil. This is honestly just a spiritual success. Well, Dead Space as a series is just a spiritual successor to Resident Evil because of how it plays and everything that they do with it. Um, Resident Evil isn't inherently dead, but Dead Space kind of is. And so the idea that this is even coming back in any way, shape or form is kind of super nice. Um, the fact that we're getting a nice remake of the first game, which admittedly, 
The first game was good. I liked the first game. Get me wrong. I think the first game nowadays could use some polish and some maybe some reworking of early things that came out because the game was great when it came out and i still think it's great totally holds up like if you went back to play it you would enjoy it um but i think that there are elements in there that probably could be toned down or moved around and none of it has to do with the horror shooty stuff it's more like the asteroids and like some of the instant death things that can occur in that game I think it could be you they could be shortened and moved to move to areas that can probably improve it like more scary enemies if you wanted to do a remake um but wanted to still kind of be a little different i would definitely much like how uh resident evil the resident evil rem uh, remakes went remix some enemies maybe move them around maybe add a couple new game modes if you can to really emphasize the horror of it all so like imagine a randomized mode where things aren't in the same place and moved around. Um, I think that'd be really cool as an official thing that they can add to Dead Space. We've seen it tons of times in Resident Evil, so I think it'd be kind of cool to just get that moved around into another game. Um, like I said, changing up enemy placements, putting different enemies in different places might actually cause for better scares, honestly. Just, it's a thought. But, you know, hopefully they do that. Like I said, this audio file, this uh, audio overview really dives into the atmosphere of, uh, of Dead Space, the first game, which makes horror games, honestly, make or break right there. If you can't get your atmosphere right, you're not scaring me. <laughs> Promise you, it's just not, it's not going to work. Um, another one that's on this list that I want to talk about. All right. Uh, encryption is getting a, well, an official mod put out it's called uh casey's mod which i'm assuming this is the mod that already existed and is now properly being made into an official part of the game like a dlc but putting put out and produced by devolver um the way this is working is some people really liked uh incoming spoilers for encryption um they're they're kind of major but like just kind of if you want to jump ahead like I'll say like two minutes uh, starting right now. Uh, go ahead. But I'm giving you guys a buffer and go. Um, pretty much the idea for encryption is the card game kind of transforms into like a meta commentary thing that happens and it changes the card game up a couple more times than uh, I wouldn't say necessary, but they do their own thing to tell their story pretty much. And the card game you start off with is not the game you're playing towards the end of the game and it changes significantly not because of the cards that are introduced but they literally just change the rules on you like there's a kind of zoom out bit where you find you find out that you're only playing one deck of many and a bunch of other crazy stuff happens as well um that being said this basically takes the card game that you like the most out of those and just lets you play that one completely as a roguelike because let's be real if you enjoyed that first half maybe you didn't enjoy the second half or maybe you didn't enjoy the third well i'm saying halves third the thirds um and if you're doing that it, maybe you just wanted to play one of those decks for like the whole game rather than switching between them and being forced um it's a complaint I've heard a lot about inscription, and I personally haven't gotten far enough to enjoy that, unfortunately. But uh, the bag is pretty much out on that one. I hate to spoil it for anyone that doesn't, which is why I put up the spoiler warning. But I will move forward away from inscription. Um, next up, we actually this is a really cool one. We have the quarry, which I need to properly check to see if this is by the same i believe it's it's super giant not super giant right super giant's different i believe it's the same people from uh until dawn making this one and like the same people that made until dawn and madame madame are making a really oh wait really i gotta sign in youtube is making me uh sign in so i can properly watch this trailer i wanted to get the proper description on it but it's, it's not letting me so let me 
do that real quick. Therefore, you guys can hear this. Well, maybe not hear it, but. Okay, so uh, the quarry, from what I remember, based off this trailer, is about a group of teenagers that get taken on this nice little summer camp trip, and they were supposed to go back the day before shit gets real, from what I can tell. Um, but unfortunately, due to uh, someone or some people not checking the right things, um, they're going to have to stay an extra night. And unfortunately, as we know, in horror movies, if you got to stay an extra night in a place that people are trying to get you the hell out of, it's not going to go well. Um, yes, speaking of which, I find the exact thing I needed to know. It is Until Dawn's, uh, the creator of Until Dawn's new game, the, the quarry, which you can kind of tell just by looking at it. They actually have like the real actor thing going on and on the movie like stuff. I'm glad that they found this niche and it's really cool. But um, getting back to the plot, from what I understand, the best way to possibly put this is there all these teenagers are told hey man don't leave the cabin make sure everyone just lock the doors make sure you're good i'll come back in the morning and i'll be able to have like get you guys proper and out of here of course because they're teenagers and you know young adults and so we're, we're stupid guys we're dumb we're dumb sometimes even when we're supposed to be smart we're stupid um we decide that uh we're not going to stay in the cabin because we're not going to heed the warning of the guy that might be trying to save our lives. And it turns out that whatever is going bump in the night, which might be other humans or it might be something else, uh, is coming to hunt them down. Hence the name The Quarry as well. Also, they're in a quarry. I'm pretty com confident in that too. But yeah, so basically... They're being hunted down by whatever it is that's bumping around in the night. Chances are, it's, it might be humans, but considering how all their other games have been, there's gonna be a supernatural twist. So, I kind of want to see what that's gonna be. But you know, sometimes man is the most dangerous creature, the dangerous hunt. But knowing that, it seems kind of cool. I'm actually kind of interested in the idea of it. Um, the idea of making another playable horror game seems fun. And this one's much bigger. So, whereas the last one was an anthology series, the, um, ah, the, Mad it was all a part of an anthology series. I cannot remember what the name. It was Madame and Dan was one of them. And they had, uh, the one with Ashes and something else. I can't, I can't for the life of me remember what they were called. I, I didn't really get a chance to play them that much, to be honest. But this one seems to be much like the original, the Until Dawn one, where they're just doing the full story, uh, probably going to be just as long, if not longer, um, with an entire cast of people. Brenda Song's in here. I just saw this. That's crazy. Love Brenda Song. <laughs> he was like, but they have a ton of people just coming through on this one. So I think you guys might actually really enjoy this one. And I hope that I get to enjoy this one myself. Um, I look forward to playing this around Halloween time with the boys. We'll just make our personal decisions and just see who, who messes up the most. Because it'll be fun. Because that's what I did with Until Dawn. It was hilarious. Um, another one that we got to talk about. Because I know our dear friends Andre and Aaron will kill me if I don't mention this. We have a Harry Potter uh, game. The Hogwarts Legacy gameplay coming out um this looks kind of crazy to be honest i mean i can't say i was expecting it to look this good uh graphically it's ridiculous like it actually looks i mean granted it's a next gen game all the next gen games look kind of wild obviously that's the biggest thing about them um the idea that you'll be playing as your own personal character who we're gonna have to see if this character creator is black people friendly. I'm just gonna let you guys know this right now because the <laughs> the deeper look didn't give me much hope. <laughs> they were showing you customize your character and I saw nothing but white people hate. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, but like, 
I'm playing Elden Ring and um, like we've mentioned before and several other games we'll just see if this character creator is like people of color friendly because it could just be anyone um it's just one of those annoying things where it's like at least give me like two options give me like dreads and an afro and we can work with that i guess but like just a minimum to just pretend like other people exist <laughs> um but that one's a huge one it's just hilarious I'm trying to look back through the trailer just to see, well not trailer, it's an, it's a full breakdown. But this one from what I understand also looks like it takes place before all the Harry Potter mo like movies, I say movies, books, um, with the exception of most likely uh, the prequel series that's going on with Dumbledore, uh, chances are it's probably taking place after that, so somewhere in between from what I can tell um i am kind of looking forward i i'm not a huge harry potter fan like i enjoyed the movies i i never finished it um i'm not a potterhead i'll say that right now i'm not a potterhead but i do find the world to be quite fascinating i did enjoy it i'm hoping that the gameplay i mean as i'm looking at it right now because i didn't get a chance to see the proper like fighting uh of it it looks surprisingly well but it, it looks good i'm not I'm, i don't want to take anything from it it looks good it actually looks like a lot how uh they would be fighting in the movies um but i it's a little slow for my taste and we'll have to see how the challenges ramp up in that game but for now i think it's interesting i i still might want to try it but i i'd probably wait on it that being said if you're a harry potter fan this is probably making you lose your mind right now because this looks nice <laughs> it looks nice it's just slow for my liking for my personal taste um i see you out here slinging spells around you're getting a nice little dodge going you're doing some stuff which is weird because like we kind of have these two games coming out soon we have forespoken and we have this one um forespoken being done actually which i didn't know uh being done by uh if i'm not mistaken it's a japanese company it's the same one that worked on uh final fantasy 15 if i'm not mistaken 15 15 the one with noctis and all of them because 16 is the new one if i'm not mistaken i believe it's 15 um yeah because it, it's weird it's weird for me to remember it in my head because technically 15 was supposed to be 13 and there was a whole lot of stuff with that anyway but i don't want to think about it right now it's just confusing um and then i think 16 is the new one that we're getting because 14 is the mmo done um but we have forspoken coming out which is doing I mean, obviously, Forspoken is doing its own thing completely, but the idea of, like, we're having maids fights, right? That are doing all these crazy stuff. And this one is obviously, considering that we've seen Harry Potter being done in movies and film and all of that nature, seems a lot more grounded in nature. And they're not doing crazy stuff. And this is obviously done by, like, a more, like, uh, it's a more American based, or I should say, Western based studio as opposed to an Eastern based studio um i it's so like it's nothing wrong with the groundedness but like for me i know which one i'm gonna get but i do think that if you're a harry potter fan you would love hogwarts legacy for what they're showing off because there's nothing wrong with the combat at all it's it's just kind of slow for me i've I've admittedly never really liked the idea of I sit and shoot point at you wizards, to be fair. I just haven't. Like I've always liked the idea of like if you had magic powers, like I can understand you might not want to get hit with the dude with the big armor and sword, but like I'd be up in there. Like I'd be dashing in and like pushing people and like throwing them up in the air and actually doing juggles because you're probably one of the only human beings that can do juggles in real life like <laughs> you know what i mean i would expect you to 
you have powers, so like you do them. But then again, Harry Potter has always been the you have to say the spell and sling the magic out and do cool things. And it's like it's as fast as you can talk and do the gestures. So it's kind of cool. Whereas um, the Forspoken kind of style of combat is definitely more Doctor Strangey, where even Doctor Strange, who is surprisingly even in his movies, like he sits back more than I would think he does. Uh, whereas like in the comics and even in his own movie, they do have parts where he's like, I I got like magic blades going on. We're just gonna stab that guy and then just twist twist out and pull that guy in like. I think, I think this could be really fun. I, I think I'm going on a bit of too much of a rant and I'll bring it back in. But I do think that this could be fun. And I do think that anybody, I don't, like, I actually really don't want to sit here and dunk on Harry Potter. I don't want to sit here and dunk on this game that actually, like, looks really good, honestly. It looks really great. But it's, it's, you know, just simply not something I, I won't even say that I'm not interested in it because it, I am interested in it. I've just, I feel like there are cooler things coming out, but I, I think that this is probably exactly what everybody needs in their life, right? Like, if you're a Harry Potter fan, that should have existed, like, years ago, but it looks so great, so it exists now, so, like, enjoy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but that being said, don't want to, like I said, don't want to dunk on anybody that's enjoying this because... I, I I don't want it to even sound like I don't enjoy this. I think it's really cool, but I feel like I'm just doing a doing a poll here and digging a deeper hole at this point. Um, but I'll move forward is the best way to describe this. Um, it's a great game. Go check out the gameplay for it, and if you like it, you know, kudos to you. I'm glad you're able to enjoy it. It looks fun. Like don't get me wrong. Um, if you don't, I'm sorry. But you kind of understand where I'm coming from. It's like it's, it's fine, right? Like it's nothing wrong with the game inherently at all. Um, the next thing I mentioned. Well, I guess I'll mention this real quick because this needs to be mentioned. Daredevil, the Daredevil reboot, has apparently begun production. So, not only do we have all of our MCU shows, well, our Netflix MCU shows, over on Disney Plus now, they are not censored, yay, and we're also getting um, production on. It is a reboot, so to speak. I'm hoping, and personally, I'm hoping really hard that it is probably the softest reboot we've ever seen. Because Daredevil, for instance, I'd rather it just say, just pick up after season three. Just be season four of Daredevil. Just be season four of Daredevil and just, if you need to change things a little bit, just be like, hey, Things in the previous series happened, but maybe not exactly as they happened there. And uh, maybe there was a little bit more assistance from other people. Maybe there was a little bit less assistance from other people. Maybe, maybe the sky opened up a bit more and things happened a little, little slightly differently. Maybe he got moved away for five years and we just didn't know, right? Like, little things like that. Um, maybe he's a bit older because five years have passed. Who knows? <laughs> But uh, I'm hoping that this is pretty much just season four. Regardless of the idea of it's being a reboot, I hope they just, uh, they kept Charlie Cox, obviously. He's gonna be in this movie. Well, the show, um, he was already in um, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And on top of that, uh, William Nafrio, uh, he's already in Hawkeye. like. I'm, I'm hoping that they just kind of look at it and go like, it's it's the same, but just a little not, right? Like, if you watch it, you pretty much be caught up on events. If you don't watch it, it's fine. We'll explain some things to you. And that's about it. Um, I'm hoping they do that with pretty much all the Netflix Marvel shows. Just adjust them slightly so that they fit a little bit better into the MCU. And then we're good. Like, that's all I really need. Especially since season two of, um, of Luke Cage ends on such a note that I'm like, I actually really want to know where they're going with that because that wasn't a comic book thing. And I think it's kind of cool. The idea that he's the new like leader of crime in his neighborhood and he knew that to clean up crime because he's 
like every time he takes out a bad guy it leaves a power vacuum right so like what if i filled the power vacuum but like i'm not out for me i'm out for the people so i think that's really cool and i kind of hope that they pick that up because i don't i I, it'd be a shame to just not to leave that kind of like plot development left on its own um daredevil was honestly in a really interesting place that like i was accepting that it could just be over and we might not get anymore because it, it ended in a really like good spot to be honest um obviously there's some stories that i would like to see daredevil that we're not getting uh hint hint nudge nudge at everything that ships enough uh Jofke is doing uh because uh jesus that stuff is great i just uh, if we can get that that'd be cool um jessica jones for me had this weird thing going on pretty much the first season covered most if not all of her comic initially her comic run so like the second season being its own thing was really weird uh i didn't really like the second season for jessica jones too much but the third season can't put it back it's really good and i think everyone can agree that uh yeah iron fist just wasn't good <laughs> that second season definitely tried to bring it back but iron fist was just not good man so and punisher was great i don't even think I, we have to mention that punisher's awesome <laughs> um i don't know if they're even gonna try to censor punisher for another season I wouldn't want them to. I can understand why people might be a little upset. But at the same time, Disney owns these things. It makes sense that they would put it on Disney Plus. And they did raise the parental guidance like it's there for you to, you know, do something about. Plus, they own Logan. They own Logan and Deadpool. Those are two movies that, like, shouldn't be lost to time. More so Logan than Deadpool. Nothing wrong with the Deadpool movie. It's great. It's actually a perfect encapsulation of that character, honestly. Uh, on either of them Deadpool 1 or 2 but like Logan is like a fantastic amazing film in its own right like it's just good good so (laughs) (laughs) but next up moving on I gotta mention another one that's looking kind of nice and it's the Street Fighter 5 March 2022 update that's I'm pretty sure out now if not tomorrow by the time this goes up it's probably out now if it's not up by then then uh we'll just see it later that week um but coolest thing about this in my opinion for this entire well okay two coolest things for this entire update is yo they're putting in some nice looking air combos we're getting the nice combos going so it looks like everyone is getting some really they are changing from what i can tell now if i'm wrong hit me up at paper underscore action or paperplayaction.gmail.com and let me know but i don't remember the juggle physics and um juggle i said juggle yeah juggle um the juggle physics in street fighter being this crazy for street fighter 5 um, I know that certain characters got really crazy stuff like Gil and Seth and pretty much most of the new characters kind of got some crazier things that they could do like Akira obviously my baby but she's got like an entire system based around that it's kind of cool um, but it looks like the rest of the cast is starting to be able to do crazier things now too which that does not bother me one bit <laughs> let Street Fighter do more things freedom is is great to have in street fighter and fighting games you can do more things and it's nice the only thing uh i think the number one thing if there was ever a fighting game i'd like want to encapsulate perfectly i'd want simpler inputs with crazier abilities like more freedom right simple inputs with a ton of freedom you can if you can i feel like that would be the the best way to do things right if you have a ton of freedom you can do whatever you want like all the top players and everybody that wants to play the game can make their own identity while having you know simple inputs so that people can just play it better like people can just enjoy it um you get to get straight into the real meat and potatoes of fighting games which is understanding matchups and understanding how to deal with characters and things like that and 
you know, understanding the, the mind games that go on with fighting games without having to worry about, I can't do this quarter circle correctly, right? And quarter circles are easy, obviously. It's like the easiest move ever. Um, but, you know, I feel like people, it's a thing that bothers people about these games. It's partially why Mortal Kombat is so good. The Mortal Kombat technically still has the same kind of motions. It's just, I actually hate Mortal Kombat motion, like the way they do stuff, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, either way, um, and I know I probably said some blasphemy, but it's fine. Half the podcast crew loves Mortal Kombat. I'm just one of the people that like don't, so it's fine. Uh, I grew up on Street Fighter. It's the way it is. <laughs> but besides that, and obviously the freedom, you know, coming about with this new update and characters looking like they're doing some crazy stuff. Especially Akuma, I saw that. He's doing some crazy juggles in that trailer. Um, I think the number one thing that's pretty dope about this, and I wish they would just let you do this in the online mode, you can add filters, which is a weird thing to be excited about, but you'll understand where I'm coming from in just a moment. Um, you can add filters to the game, and you can only do it in offline mode. One of them being a CRT one that looks really nice, actually. It's not bad. It makes the whole game look like it's being played on CRT putting it back to the classic roots for those that know about those days but the one that does it for me so much and it's i don't know what it, it just looks so nice is that there's a cell shading filter on this you could do a cell shading filter it looks incredible it actually looks like the game should have looked like this the whole time like i'm not even gonna lie like they should have just put this filter on the game and been done with it like it just looks so much better <laughs> it allows the characters to like they're all their weird proportions to kind of make more sense in some instances characters faces look nicer because of it and the shading on like how characters move and their 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 wardrobe and how everything kind of fits it it's like one of those things where it's like you look at it and you go like why why did it take you guys to like the end of the game to figure out we probably should have just changed the art style to this and it's it's crazy like it's wild because this game went for a weird in-between style. And it's strange. It went for a more realistic look to get away from Street Fighter 4, right? Which had its very like blocky ink splatter kind of thing going on. Which they didn't completely get away from because Street Fighter 5 still had this spray, like this ink splatter kind of thing going on. And Street Fighter 6 looks like it's gonna still have this art style ink platter thing going on, but with a far more realistic looking models and things like that, which is kind of a cool idea, the way it looks, they, they, they're going for even more realism while still keeping some cartoonish elements, not 100% realism, but they're, they're doing little things. Um, for instance, Ryu's eyebrows still cover parts of his uh, headband, which, you know, realistically doesn't make any sense but it looks cool <laughs> but this uh cell shading thing just makes the game look far better and it gives it a more unique look like it it just looks nicer and i don't know how to describe it because it's not like a it's not like this super huge glow up but it's one of those things that you look at it and it's like why didn't you just do this the whole time <laughs> i don't know why no one just decided never decided to just do this from the beginning <laughs> and it makes everything just look like the presentation is so much better but none of those filters are available on uh online modes when you're playing online i'm hoping hoping they add maybe or do something to allow it to use these filters on online modes and just have everyone kind of you know you can kind of prefer whichever filter you prefer is the one you want Maybe the CRT filter might hurt your eyes. I don't know. But I feel like at the very least, the game could probably do both. Especially like since I don't think it'd be too much of an issue. Um, but this, it looks good. And there's a lot of other stuff in here too. They're adding kind of music we've been missing, which I didn't realize. All five of the new characters' themes, and they're getting nice little remixes in there as well. Um, and so the idea of they're adding more music to the game on top of that too this update's cool and it's free so i mean like i can't complain like it's so nice <laughs> as a huge street fighter fan myself i like it when street fighter gets nice things 
Now, if only they can bring back Darkstalkers and Marvel Schools, I'd be a completely happy camper. I, I have nothing to complain about, ever, <laughs> as far as from Capcom goes. <laughs> um, let's see what else we have here. Um, I felt like mentioning... Actually, that'll be it for now. I mean, we do have this. No, wait, I found one more thing. Okay. So this one was supposed to be more of a discussion topic, but there is a new Outsiders team coming to comics. DC, let's go. Um, This one involving, and I'll list off the exact list here because this is a nice line. This is honestly a nice lineup for a team. And I actually quite like it. It's very uh, Teen Titans Young Justice. Um, we have Tim Drake as the Cardinal with his new identity, which I actually like more than Red Robin, honestly. I think this probably should have been what they went with instead of Drake. I don't know whose bright idea was it to just name Tim Drake the Drake. Who the hell wants to be a Drake? Like, I, 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 like who, who wants to be a Drake? I don't, I don't know. Like, that bird specifically doesn't really work. I mean, granted, like, a Cardinal isn't really the, I mean, a Robin in general isn't really bird of terror right but like cardinal is far more of an interesting superhero name than the nigga named tim drake being named drake like it's literally he's using his last name as a secret identity it's like no one will ever figure it out you're supposed to be the genius my guy what are you doing <laughs> but either way um tim drake's cardinal which is a nice little costume i'll put it in the description so don't worry it's a cool costume looks nice we have Connor Kent as Valor because the Superboy name is uh, taken up. I actually don't mind it. Um, something about the new symbol he has going on uh, kind of comes off as a little like cheap, but uh, it looks nice. I think it actually works really well. His new costume is kind of fun, even though, to be honest, I feel like Connor Kent's probably rocking some. Uh, Actually, never mind. The comic books kind of have, like, jumped and forth whether or not he likes wearing the spandex or not. So, you know, kind of works itself out. Um, the super, like I said, the Superboy name is kind of taken right now, considering that, uh, uh, not, I almost said Connor Kent. We're literally talking about Connor Kent. Um, the boy's name escapes me. <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan Kent. <laughs> Jonathan Kent is kind of older, which I still think is one of the worst things they probably could have done. I really wish they had at least let the character enjoy being young. I know what the story, I know, understand the story that they're doing and trying to do here. And the idea of having a gay Superman is really cool and all. But I just, I feel like maybe, just maybe, shouldn't have rushed this character up in age. Not when like other characters are still like the same age as him technically and like superboy exists well connor kent exists if you wanted to play with these more like these themes i feel like him as a character exists and you could do that because he's not doing a ton but he's in this team now which is nice but um i just feel like it, it's a lot of wasted potential for for uh jonathan kent Especially with Super Sons being so good that, like, it's kind of weird. Um, we also got Bart Allen, who is Mercury, which I don't think is a bad name for him, to be honest. It's just a little weird because I'm used to him being Impulse, which immediately, like, Connor Kent makes sense, right? Like, there's literally another Superboy, so him getting a name change makes sense. Tim Drake has been going through an identity crisis for, like, how long now? His best name so far was probably when he was Red Robin, but I guess they just didn't want to get people confused ultimately, so Cardinal is probably the next best thing they've done for him, in all honesty. Um, and I just, I don't feel like... I get it. It's Mercury. It's the god of speed. Right? It's the livery god. Um, I just don't feel like Bart really needed a name change. I feel like Impulse was fine. <laughs> But it's honestly whatever. His costume is honestly the same. It's the same but blue. <laughs> it's the only thing they changed. They made it blue. Um, we have Cassie Sandmark, who admittedly escapes me. 
I'm looking at her actually on the thing. I, I, I genuinely don't know who this character is. And so we'll have to look into it at some point. Uh, we also have Empress, who, if I'm not mistaken, is our Wonder Woman villain. Unless I'm stupid. It's possible. Um, I try to keep up with DC as much as possible. Um, I'm a huge comic, like I said, huge comic book fan. I usually know a ton of stuff, but I can't. I'm not a for. I'm not an authority on the matter. I wouldn't say I am. I try to be, but I can't. I can't know everything. <laughs> um, but we have my boy Blue Beetle. I'm just happy to see him in anything. Jaime Reyes is dope. <laughs> that costume is sick. Everybody knows it. Gotta give that a. Huh. Actually, yeah. I guess it's fine. It works itself out. I was about to say, is he about to be a token uh, character in this one? But he's fine, actually. Um, I think it's Cassie Sandmark, which is this one down here. It's either Cassie or Empress. I honestly don't know the two. I'm blanking on who they are. I probably can look it up real quick just to be sure in this. But uh, lastly, to round off this entire roster, we have Artemis! If you're a fan of the Young Justice series, you'll always be happy to see Artemis here. In fact, there's a ton of Young Justice DNA in this team, which is kind of what makes this kind of nice. Um, I'm looking forward to this specifically. Uh, I do want to see to make sure I have these characters right. Empress. Let me look up Empress just to be sure. I'm pretty sure Empress is the Wonder Woman one. I'm wrong. It's the, uh, it's a dark skin one over here. I actually don't know. I've never actually seen Empress in anything, to be honest with you. She's been in Young Justice comics, that's why. That would explain that. She was really early character. She's a she's coming back. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. Um, Matia Fight? That is her name? Which means that Cassandra... Or Cassie, my bad. Uh, Cassie Sandmark is our Wonder Woman uh, stand-in, sort of, or uh, for this one. Trust me, guys. I don't know why. It's really those two that blanked on me, and I just didn't recognize them. But um, other than that, I think this team is a nice team. We got two new that I just don't know about, but everybody else, uh, pretty lit. Fortunately, I don't know about these two. Some one of them is actually like a legacy thing too. Which is a sad part. Um. But by all means, go check them out. Now, finally, I got some keep an eye on stuff for you guys because I did say I was going to do this. So I need to. So I should. Because we got to actually hook up our people that we like so much. So let's take a look. Let's see here. If I can find my notes. I found them. Don't worry. It's all good. I just got to scroll. Alright, so in our keep an eye on section, we got Clean Combat, which is a fast person, first person shooter, who, I mean, it looks great. It has this crazy looking Tron aesthetic, constantly switching guns, um, tons of really fun platforming, but I think the thing that I find the most interesting about this one is that there's no cover inherently. Um, a lot of all the things that are I'm looking at are either on empty planes or elevated levels. So the entire deal is about moving through these like areas as quickly as possible while taking out all the enemies like and dodging. Like there's a heavy emphasis on just moving around and dodging, which I think is appropriate for a name like Clean Combat, honestly. And like I said, it has this really Tron-like feel, multiple different types of weapons that look crazy futuristic and fun. Um, by all means, guys, go check this one out on Twitter. I'll put it in the description for you guys to take a look. It's fancy. There's also grappling hooks because grappling hooks. <laughs> but I look forward to it. Um, apparently, based on some of the things that they were looking at, they got a chance to play uh, another game called, uh, where is it? I think it was Turbo... I was supposed to be playing this one too, and I, I can't remember the name of it. Turbo Overkill, I believe it was. And after play, getting a chance to play that, they are going to be looking for, they've actually been able to fill in some blanks 
on this game that they might have been perfect like this. Yep, Turbo Overkill. Found the tweet. They'll be able to fill in some blanks that they feel that the game's been missing. So, look forward to that. I, it looks great to me, honestly, so I'm looking forward to just messing around with it, at the very least. Um, another one we got by um, Taco Boy Studios. We have Cross Blitz. I think this one stood out to me specifically, because if I remember, this is it's a card game. Yeah. It's a like it's a grid base. Well, you're moving about having an adventure grid base. Um, it almost looks like I like how the level like uh, the levels actually look. The card system, kind of like card game, which I mean we've talked about this before. I have a soft spot for like card based RPGs for some reason. It probably comes from playing a couple different things like Slay the Spire and Mega Man um, and T Warrior when I was younger and things like that. Uh, I think this is cool. Also, didn't realize this is from this. Is this from the same people that did um, Candies and Curses? If it is, that explains the pixel art. They have really that game actually had really nice pixel art. And it was a, a it's a free mobile game. Um, yeah. That one's it looks great. Um, I'm looking forward to messing around and playing with it. They got some cool music going on, and I I don't know what more to say about it. It's it's got cute adorable sprites, good music, and cards. Um, I could try to get into more of the mechanics of it, but uh, to be honest, I don't think I can win you over on a card game unless you actually get the chance to look at looking play it yourself. There's a lot of that stuff that you know kind of just doesn't really explain very well. But I think you guys should totally check it out. Another one we got on here. Uh, please fix the road, which I'm going to be real. This is a fun one because it just reminds me of Pipe Dream. But and it's crazy to think about what won me over the hardest. And it, it's for no reason. They have some of the sexiest level transitions ever. <laughs> um, if you guys ever want, just go look at the animation for when they change levels on it. And it's crazy. But the idea of a pipe dream, which for one, I like pipe dream. Pipe dream is fun. Any type of game that's like that, fix the road is pretty much that. But it's it's a it's roads. Um, style game is fun if you like your little puzzles. Which, granted, I've noticed as a theme that I've been kind of running myself into a lot of character style action games that I enjoy so much, and I'm trying to branch out not because um, I need to, but because we really want to show you guys a bunch of different types of things and i like a bunch of different types of games so I mean, it only makes sense to go check these out because they are different kinds of games um you not everything has to be a super intense action game so i kind of want you guys to be able to look at something that's a bit more relaxing and might help you relieve stress or something of that nature it's fun puzzle games are fun and like i said the the loading the actual level switching not the loading but the the level transitions sexy sexy honestly kudos to ariel um i'm gonna butcher your last name <laughs> so i'm not gonna do it but kudos to ariel and please fix the road because this thing is awesome you guys should totally go check it out in poland by the way it's a polish developer <laughs> um i got ones more for you in fact this one's a different one it is not a game in fact it is a youtube channel that uh i feel like you guys should check out it's called paper in motion funny enough um this is a brand new youtube channel um and when i'm talking brand new it is brand new but they make paper mache models or maybe not paper mache more like folded models of characters the first one he actually has up there is um, a complete transforming Optimus Prime figure made out of folded paper. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know how to possibly explain this anymore. It, it can transform from Optimus Prime, like big human mode kind of uh, bipedal thing we know, to truck form. Um, based on the video, it has some sound effects in it. Uh, they can obviously reach out and correct me if I'm wrong, 
but it looks like they have sound like sound effects and lights in it to make it all look nice and fancy Posable fingers and all that like this is a tremendous amount of detail that goes into this type of thing and i think that it should kind of be supported because it's kind of nice <laughs> it takes a tremendous amount of talent in order to pull something like this off so maybe you guys should check out its youtube channel see if you like it maybe you might open up a shop and tell you guys some of the stuff who knows but i think it's super cool i think you guys should actually give it a look see but other than that i think that will do it we're hitting the hour mark anyway so we're just out um next week we'll definitely come to you guys with a much longer cast and we'll probably well obviously a bigger cast than just me and i don't have to rant for like an hour about random things on top of that i'll probably just talk about some of the stuff that i didn't get a chance to be able to talk about uh in this one like you know the things we've been playing and stuff like that next time because it's always good to have a discussion with those kind of things but I guess if there's anything I can recommend you guys in the meantime, uh, once again, I would recommend Shadow Warrior. Go check that out. Shadow Warrior 3 has been really fun. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good game. Finished it. It's dope. And if I can recommend Young Souls and Elden Ring, I mean, obviously, I've been tweeting about them. Go check them out. I'm messing around with those. And if there's one more... Uh, it is the dungeon of it's not coming up it's like Nabook or something like that um i believe we talked about it in a previous episode that one's fun uh i'll definitely get more in detail with that still checking out radiant black uh haven't gotten far enough to really talk about it i actually got enough chance to, to read it recently this week um but i'll get back to that as soon as possible and talk to you guys about that first volume after i'm done but other than that I will bid you guys adieu. I've said it multiple times during this podcast, but if you want to contact us at any time, place, or where, or however you feel like doing it at your convenience, letting us know some things, or telling us some stuff, or maybe even correcting some stuff, because Lord knows we get things wrong. <laughs> um, you can hit us up at paperplayaction at gmail.com or at paper underscore action on Twitter and Instagram. Guess on those areas um you could follow us there as well support the show and things of that nature because you know appreciate you guys you can also hit us up on patreon because that is how we we get the dough and try to make sure that this podcast keeps going honestly more than anything else it just shows us that you guys are appreciating what we're doing and it's a good way of just you know thank us but not saying that you guys don't appreciate it for not paying it's, we appreciate you guys listening anyway. <laughs> but as always, we love you and appreciate you all. And you guys should enjoy whatever the rest of your day, night, whenever you are listening to this is. Other than that, I'm going to peace out. I'll catch you guys next time on the next episode of Paper Play Action. And if not, then I'll catch you on the next episode of Attack of the Mazeholds. Later. So